Hi there, this is Harry and welcome to a podcast where I try to help you to get a better understanding of the English language, to help you with your conversations, perhaps to help you with a potential job, interview, to help you with business English, and we look at all aspects of grammar, pronunciation, idiomatic expressions, everything related to, to English. And of course, if you know somebody who you think will enjoy the podcast, well, why don't you tell them about it and get them to join and listen as well. At the end of the podcast, I'll give you a, a link to my address. And a lot of you have contacted me over the, the weeks and quite a few of you now have had lessons with me. So I'll mention that again at the end of this particular podcast. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, for all of you and those of you who are living in cities, I thought I'd give you some adjectives connected with city life. Some of these are positive and some of them are negative, like every aspect of life in a city. So I'll explain to you which have positive or negative meaning. Okay, so let me give them to you first of all, and then I'll give you the examples. Run down, congested, sprawling, spotless, affluent, polluted, filthy, deprived, compact, and flourishing. So, good mix of positives and negatives here. So, if we describe a city as run down, well, it means that the city is perhaps old, in decay, no investment has been made by government or mayors into that particular city, and really the city overall could do with a good facelift, as we would say. Okay, so some buildings, particularly those of architectural value, could do with some sprucing up, meaning improvement. And they could do with some cosmetic surgery, paint, or they could do with some repairs to the cornices or the roof or whatever the aspect might be. And the city would then take on a new lease of life and no longer be run down. And we've seen that in throughout Europe in many cities where parts, if not all of the city, have been given that particular facelift and they no longer would be regarded as rundown. But unfortunately, some uh, lack the finance and they are in that particular state. So, rundown. And you could be living in a rundown part of the city. It doesn't necessarily have to be the whole city. Congested. Well, this is a word that can apply to almost every capital city in the world and particularly in Europe. And congested means usually to do with the traffic. We talk about traffic congestion. Eh? So in the mornings and the evenings, we have what we call rush hour. So lots of people trying to get into work and home from work and the traffic gets blocked or in a bottleneck. And as a result, we have traffic congestion. So we regard these cities as congested. So particularly where the, the cities have narrow streets, they don't have wide motorways through or around the city, then they do become congested very quickly. And there's a lot of delivery trucks or vans, buses, trams, everybody trying to occupy the same small space, then the city can become quite congested very, very quickly. Centres of cities are often congested and the plan for most cities now is to try and decongest or to break down that traffic congestion by either banning cars and only leaving the cities open for public transport. 
sprawling. Well, when a city is sprawling, it's a city that spreads far and wide. So, you know, a lot of cities ban the high-rise buildings. I know for a fact you know, here where I'm living at the moment, Dublin, we don't allow buildings more than about seven or eight floors and they're trying to change that but as a result of the ban on building up it means that the city spreads out and it's now a sprawling city even though it's not a terribly big city it's a sprawling city that uh, spreads north and south and west it can't spread east because it's it's on the coast but it spreads north and south and west and people travel out in the evenings and in in the mornings to these sprawling housing estates that have developed on the the lines, the roads, the bus and the rail networks. So a sprawling city spreading. We use the word sprawl. If you want to lie down and watch the football match on the television, you might sprawl out on the sofa. So you just throw yourself back, put your legs up and you're sprawling or you're, you've sprawled out on the sofa. So that's what the city does. It spreads and gets wider and wider and bigger and bigger. Spotless. Well, if we describe, which would be nice to describe cities, unfortunately, we can't describe Dublin as a spotless city. It was often known as dirty Dublin, but um, it's not so dirty now. But spotless city is a city that is very, very clean. First city that comes to mind for me is Singapore. I've only been there twice, I think, and, uh, you know, the city was spotless and I think that has continued and any of the articles I read lots and lots of fines for people who even drop accidentally a piece of paper or litter on the street you don't see any of those horrible bubblegum stains on the streets it's really really a spotless city a city without dirt okay so lots of us would like to live in spotless cities not too clean because I think if they are too clean they almost look like a hospital theatre yeah so but it's nice to live in clean cities affluent well affluent has to do with wealth and again many big cities are considered as affluent obviously cities like london would be affluent paris hamburg munich zurich these would be cities that come to mind as being affluent cities and if it's not the whole city it can be parts of the cities that are affluent because they've got a financial center or some particular attraction that makes companies, banks, insurance companies and other entities locate their set of their businesses, attract workers and as a result the city becomes more and more affluent. The influx of new technology companies like Google and Facebook and others like this have also added to the affluence of many, many cities. An affluent society we often refer to, the wealthy, the upper middle class, the, the wealthy people who bring in money, spend money and drive uh, expensive cars and they build expensive apartments, all part of the affluent society that is prevalent or very obvious uh, in most big, big cities. Polluted, well, we all know about the word pollution and a polluted city is a big problem uh, around Europe at the moment where governments and city managers are trying to block cars from causing pollution. So they want, of course, electric cars or they want to ban cars from certain days in, in, in the city or they want to have electric buses 
or they want people to be able to walk around pedestrianised zones in the cities to avoid pollution. And when you drive into cities, as you're approaching them, you see the, the smog hanging over the city like a cloud. Yeah, And this is a, a very definite sign of a polluted environment, a polluted city. City life is often polluted and dangerous to health. And you see pictures on the, the news of cities in India or sometimes in China, people driving through lot of smog almost impossible to see they all got face masks on and uh, it's like driving through a, a sandstorm a polluted city filthy filthy dirty those two words go together this is filthy dirty so a filthy city is a city that has no real interest in keeping it clean the workers don't collect the rubbish the government don't pay money to have the rubbish collected the rubbish collects on the streets and we might regard it as a filthy city. Naples comes to mind um, as a one of those cities because you know, if there's any problem with strikes, the, the garbage piles up on the streets and isn't collected for days or weeks. Um, I haven't been to Naples in a long time and hopefully it has improved. I'm sure some of the Italian listeners will probably quickly tell me that, but it, there can be cities like that that are filthy. Lots of cities in Asia and sub-Asia would be regarded as filthy cities, rubbish in the streets, never cleaned. And this is a sign perhaps of a poorer uh, economy or a city overrun with people and that the services cannot keep up with the, the number of people that avail of the, the services and therefore we get lots of filth and dirt. It could also apply to the buildings where, because of pollution, the cities have, are black and full of grime. And now you see some cities sand blasting these important buildings and cleaning them up to make them much look more presentable. Okay, so filthy. Deprived. A deprived city or life in a city where it's just deprived. Deprived means deprived of something, meaning you're not getting something. So deprived of income because you've no job, deprived of food because you can't afford to buy it, deprived of a place to live because you can't afford to rent. So deprived means to be without or to go without. So it's obviously a negative meaning. Yeah? So in lots of cities, the poor are deprived and we have these homeless issues. So homelessness is a big, big problem in all cities. People there because of addictions, people there because of family problems, people there because of financial problems. Whatever the problem is for the unfortunate person, they are deprived of a place to live and this causes problems for the inhabitants who don't like to look at it, of course, but and also for those poor unfortunate people that have to sleep on the streets to sleep rough. Okay, next, a compact. A compact city is a city that is quite tight. The streets are narrow and uh, it doesn't spread out so much and it's very easy to find your way around and you get from one side of the city to the other in a very short space of time. Again, Dublin could be regarded as a compact city because the city centre is very small and it doesn't take you hours to get from one side of the city to the other. In fact, you can do it in, in minutes. Okay, But then some cities like Moscow would not be regarded as a compact city because it is big and sprawling. And often from what I hear from my students, it could take them uh, an hour and a half to get from one side of the city to the other for work and an hour and a half 
in the evening to get back so you could spend three hours a day just traveling to and from work so that would very definitely not be an example of a compact city so some cities are paris is quite compact rome is quite compact and uh, so they're easy to get around easy to get through and you can find what you're looking for and then finally flourishing well a flourishing city something that flourishes is something that's doing really really well so when the economy is well and the economy is is improving then the the city will flourish means lots of investment lots of new buildings lots of new apartments lots of new restaurants to flourish people get big bonuses and they spend their money within those cities so a flourishing city lots of tourists lisbon in portugal and madrid these all could be flourishing cities that have improved as people spend more time traveling more tourists spending more money the city will flourish okay so let me just run down through those again and uh, and then again indicate positive or negative so a city that is run down negative congested eh, negative sprawling that could be neutral it depends on your view spotless very positive affluent very very positive polluted negative filthy negative deprived negative compact probably neutral to positive because it means you can get around the city easily and flourishing very definitely positive okay so they're all words or adjectives to describe cities and city life so as i said if there's anybody you know who wants to join or listen to the podcast please give them the details and they can contact me and you can contact me on www.englishlessonviaskype.com as i said many of you have come to me for for lessons and i've been very happy to accommodate you of course unfortunately i'm not able to teach everybody i wish i could i just don't have enough time in the day but i do have other teachers that i have access to and really really good teachers i've spent time uh, getting to know them and they they teach well and i'm very happy to introduce you to them if i don't have have time teachers like james and sam and neve clara and others so there's lots and lots of opportunities if you want to have lessons for either you or your children we've got a wonderful teacher for children florencia is really really good so lots of opportunities you your children and your family so if you need to contact us well as i said you know where i am www.englishlessonviaskype.com okay thanks for listening and as always join me again soon